Horses have been the fabric that has woven my life together. Hello and welcome. I am Jess Countman's equine-guided sacred messenger, guided by Equus. Join me as we journey together in the experiential world of horses and the ancient and alchemical pathway for living life connected. Horses hold the key to healing, harmony, and soul restoration. The Horse Wisdom Channel, a podcast for those seeking a deeper and more harmonious soul-purpose connection to themselves, the horses, and life. Hello and welcome back to the Horse Wisdom Channel podcast. Thank you for joining me here in episode 6 in the spirit and wisdom of the horses. So I have so much to share with you guys um, about the month of June. And I guess to start with um, to start with everything is almost wanting to return to the month of May a little bit to kind of wrap it up and almost help the month of June kind of come full circle. Uh, So once again, if you're new to this podcast, the Horse Wisdom Channel podcast is um, about bringing the wisdom of the horses through in a way that um, allows us to connect to the essence of feel, timing, and balance in our lives as the horses as the horses show and share with us how to confidently step into each of these points of connection. Prior to 2020, I sat down and tuned into each month and the essence of what the potential energy was for that month, um, as well as bringing through a horse who would help us reach that potential within us of the energy of the month. And so June, I got two words for June, contemplating and admitting or admittance into. And June is a um, numerological universal number one month. So that means it's a month of beginnings um, and individuality and finding the who, the I within Um, And the two horses that came, the first one was magic, and the second one I have written down, karma's fool, question mark. Karma at the end of May um, fooled a black filly named Raven, and Raven's soul essence is to conceive, and magic's soul essence is to encompass. So this month, we are contemplating our admittance into our future, the next step, where we're going um, through the energy of encompassing all of that which we are and part of, and we are conceiving this through being that fully encompassed self. Um, And so if I return to the month of May to kind of bring us into and through the month of June... What the horses were showing me um, was there was a lot of endings taking place. Karma herself actually um, was contemplating leaving this world and returning to spirit. And in a matter of a few days, I really began to recognize this. And with the help of a few um, very 
close confidants. Um, we connected with Karma, and I understood that she, it was her decision to make, so I um, let go of my attachments to whether I wanted to keep her here or not, or whether I needed her here, and I knew this was her decision to make. And by actually letting go of those attachments, the horses showed up in a whole new way of being, and um, my letting go of needing her, needing in quotations, um, needing her here, um, allowed her to actually choose. And she chose to remain here, and the next day there was her little black filly raven out in, out in the pen with them running around, fully alive, as Karma was also. And that actually gave an entryway for Daisy to foal her buckskin colt and bring him into the world. Um, and both of those were almost a securing of a new, um, a new kind of monumental area that these horses are moving into and, and leading me in towards. But that's not the end of the story. So in the entire month of May, um, a few of the horses were showing me almost like you can't go this way. You can't take this path. You aren't. This is not for you. Stop trying to move forward in this way. And so kind of blocking and redirecting. And I wasn't really understanding it. And so the very end of May brought maybe for all of us into what is coming into our lives as a very um, big and more humanitarian kind of effort um, that we are all connected to and all part of in how and who we are being within ourselves. And so that led to the first day in June. Um, I had a really kind of beyond words experience that anybody who works with horses in this manner where you allow them to have a voice and share what it is that they are trying to show you. And when we connect with that and discover what that means for us and how what they're showing us helps us to see who we really are, um, what unfolded was a really meaningful conversation around um, death, life, and being our authentic selves and being leaders through that authenticity with my oldest daughter um, and her horse, Summer. And this horse that wasn't allowing her to not even put a halter on, but like to get anywhere near her head, um, I realized that day that I had been trying to bypass this work that I do with the horses and just help my daughter get on her horse. But this horse, brilliant as they all are, was saying, well, that's not the relationship that is actually wanting to come into being. The relationship that I need is one of pure authenticity and integrity with who you say you are. And because of that, on June 1st, um, my daughter showed up in a different way and we came out to the field and we had a discussion and her horse walked over to the fence and looked back on her, looked back at her saying, are you coming? Come on, get on my back. And she turned to me and said, mom, I actually can't even believe this is happening. Um, and so the horse looked at her again, come on, get over here, climb on my back. 
So my 13 year old daughter walked over there and this was her dream was, is to be able to ride this horse. And, and she has ridden her in the past, but what this horse had begun showing her was that she was becoming less of her authentic self and more trying to people please and meet expectations of others. That was actually really straining her relationship with herself and with her horse. And as soon as she let all of those things go and just became who she really was, um, she climbed on the back of her mare and um, rode off with nothing, no headgear, no saddle, just looking in a direction and her horse would go there. And to be able to witness that, um, that to me is the, the harmony, the harmonious relationship that I have been searching for through my work with the horses. And to be able to have shared that with someone, um, I think gave my daughter insight as to how much a huge breakthrough that was and that felt and just a relief and a release, which were the two words of May, um, that had come to light because she was being who she was. And so this month of June takes us back into that realm of contemplating all of the things that we have been part of and that have been part of us in our world, contemplating them and almost like a, a balance scale, weighing them as far as do we want to carry them forward with us or do we want to turn them loose? Because we, if we're holding on, we can't turn them loose. And if we turn them loose, then we actually have to let go of the entirety of it all and just show up as who we are. But it is in those moments that feel timing and balance that a whole new cycle is created. And within that cycle exists that potential within you to spontaneously conceive ideas and bring them through into this world. And so right now in the world, there is a, a lot of things, a lot of turbulent energy, um, and concepts that are being torn down and structures that are being broken apart and crumbling. Um, but in that is the conception of new and more inspired humanitarian ideas and ideals that come from a place of integrity when we are being who we really want to be. Not someone else's version of it, but our own unique, authentic version. And when we do that, the horses show up in a way that reveals this harmonious nature inside of us because it's not something that we train for or we practice. When we're in it, we're just being it. That's what authenticity is. That's what spontaneity is, um, is being present with whatever is happening in the moment and so if I bring this all forward into the month of June, there's actually still been a lot of loss that has happened, um, not only in my life, but in clients of my, of mine's lives as well. And many of these have to do with animals. And really sitting with that, um, we had a bunch of 4-H lambs here, and I was really st struggling with the fact that we were going to have to let them go and turn them loose into the world. And some of them, as a market animal, were going to end up on someone's dinner plate. And for those of you that don't um, 
believe or adhere to that, I would just ask you to continue to listen and find your own truth in this. Um, because I do eat meat, um, but I also love animals very much. And so this was quite a struggle with me, even though <clears throat> I know that that what the animals and my own personal horses that have been in my life have shared with me is that the end is not the end, and death is just a transition back to spirit. And so while I knew that, the part of me that I really struggled with was um, their end in this life. And my one mare who colicked and died when I was probably at the lowest point in my life, when I connected with her and I was willing and had the courage to actually face and hear what it was that she wanted to share, um, her colic was a form of showing me how much internal pain and gut-wrenching pain that I was in. Uh, and our animals will help us. Help is a really funny word sometimes. But they will help us by revealing these truths in a way that they, because they are so present and grounded in their body, um, if it's like giving birth. We go through pain cycles and we are actually able to transcend pain or leave our body and witness what is happening um, when that experience is happening. And if we actually end up dying, we, we humans and animals don't feel the extent of the pain because we've left our bodies. And so what my lambs showed me is that actually this was a beautiful um, gift that they gave me. First, they kind of shared the idea of my grandpa, who I hadn't thought about for years. Um, he one day decided he was going to buy lambs. So he came home with a bunch of sheep and um, he had no fence and he had no shelter. And um, the saying always was after that, just be like grandpa, buy the sheep and then build the pens. But what my lambs were sharing with me and showing me is that spirit and that um, that liveliness and joy-filled connection to doing something that really felt um, deeply enjoyable to him. And that's how he lived his life. And that's how our animals live their lives, is through this unconditional love and joy for us. And sitting there with these three sheep, I felt, I don't know if pride is the right word, but um, deep gratitude, a sense of deep gratitude that they were able to be present. And when, when we let go of our fears and we have the courage to connect and actually listen to them for what they want to share and show us, um, it is always so much more beautiful and unconditional than I think we even realize. And the gift that those three lambs gave me 
is a lead-in for this month, um, for the rest of our lives, in that when we um, can become available and able to receive the information that haunts us, um, we actually access a part of ourselves and a part of um, what one might call our greater part in in this world and why we're here right now. Because it is, it, it we are helping a cause that is greater than ourselves, especially if you're listening to this podcast. You're someone who obviously has a connection, a very deep intuitive connection with animals. Um, and that means that you probably are also carrying a great deal of trauma in your life. Um, but with that, that trauma, when you can use, use might not even be a, the right word, when you can utilize your trauma as your pathway to finding what it is that haunts you so deeply, that thing that haunts you is actually something that is um, such a gift and a blessing. And this gift and blessing is there inside of us. It's, it encompasses everything that we do. But if we are moving with this as a curse, rather than the blessing that it is, it feels very hard. And this month of June is helping us to, um, I guess, recognize that, contemplate it, recognize it, and um, admit, allow it to admit us, admittance into our ability to conceive a more um, higher understanding of our trauma so that from this soul perspective, we, we bring everything that is part of us as a gift to the world. And so I know sometimes I can sound like I'm kind of really out there bringing these concepts or trying to bring them in, in a way that might not make sense to you. Um, so if I can kind of, I guess, summarize all of this, My horse Noche, my Cyan Noche, continues to kind of pop into my head. And so his his soul essence is honoring. And quite interesting, he is the sire of Magic and Raven, so the two horses whose soul essence is kind of part of this month. And when we come from a space of honoring, like how these lambs kept asking me to come and sit with them, and by honoring them, I actually... I actually allowed myself to become available for what they wanted to share, and it was not at all what I expected. Um, and actually, to bring that story, because I don't think I finished it, come back to that story and, and bring it full circle now, um, that's what they shared, is that we are here to be this living, unconditional loving essence of gratitude for being in your life. And when we don't allow ourselves 
time and space to honor our animals by giving them a voice or honor them for who they are in our life. Um, that's where we actually feel a sense of disconnect and at loss for understanding ourselves, our connection, our relationships to our animals, to others, because our relationship with our animals is our relationship with ourself, is our relationship with Source, God, Creator, um, the magic of the universe. They are not separate, they're not distinct. Um, and how this kind of comes back to feel timing and balance with our horses is that when my lambs shared that with me, they also showed me the idea of dying is not really death. It's just exiting the body so they can return to spirit. And they're the only pain that we see is because their message wasn't heard or received by us. Um, and there is pain that goes on in the world. I'm not, I'm not saying that by any means. There's a great deal of pain and suffering that we witness as us as animal lovers um, watch goings on in the world. Not only animal lovers, but lovers of humanity too, because they're Animals are here to help humanity. So if you're an animal lover, you also have a great connection to humanity, which is all-encompassing. And that exists within you. Um, and so the struggle that you might feel that wants to admit you into a better, brighter, higher, evolved relationship is right here waiting for you. This month it wants you to really deeply take time and space for finding yourself, finding your relationships that matter most. Because when you connect authentically to those things in your life that matter most to you, um, you, you become like what the sheep showed me that my grandpa was, just this, it's like you become part of this secret society, because it's a secret society of soul. Um, of soul purpose and my grandpa had the brightest bluest eyes that sparkled they just had this sparkle in them like he had this secret that he almost couldn't contain that's the secret of life the secret of life is doing those things that bring you joy authentically And this month, more than anything, despite everything that's happening in the outside world, we need to find what that thing is within us that connects us to the wisdom of our soul. And we do that by finding those things that bring us joy, despite our losses, despite our sorrows, despite our struggles. Because when you find that thing that brings you joy, you find your connection to everything, to all of those loved ones that you've lost, whether they be animal or human. You find what inspires you. And when you take action on what inspires you, 
it becomes spontaneous joy. It's like a combustion. Um, and in that combustion is Raven's soul essence of conceiving, becoming, creating a new form into the world. And so the last piece to kind of bring this all together is that we actually won't be able to move forward unless we take the time. Actually, this is a really good saying that I did share with my daughter and she said, oh, mom, I hate that. I don't have patience for that. If you take the time it takes, it takes less time. I can't remember if that was Pat Pirelli or another horseman, but I will never forget that when I heard it. I think I hated it too when I heard it because I was like, but I want it now. Then <laughs> we can have it now. If we take the time it takes to sit and contemplate and listen and have the courage to be fully in and fully present with what the answer is. Because if we can be fully present for the answer that we are about to receive, it means we've let go of all of those things that have been holding us back from being able to receive that precious answer. Because those answers help us to find our truth, the truth of who we really are and what brings us joy and what is deeply integral to us. And so creating time and space for this right now will allow you to enter a whole new confidence level in your feel, timing, and balance cycle as you conceive of yourself and for yourself where you want to be and who you really are. So much love for myself and the horses, and I can't wait to see where this month of June takes us um, deeply within the wisdom within us and to be able to bring and activate that into our lives. So much love for myself and the herd, guided by Equus. Mm -hmm.